Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Have a good week. Okay. The album came out. I did the Tamron Hall show. Things are bubbling. Things are moving. Things are shaking. She's pretty. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. She seems really like easy to talk to. And she's like a delicate bird. She is very easy to talk to. It's almost like she's Diet Oprah. Yeah. Where is she from? She's from the journalism world. Right, but she came, she was, she left... With the news to do her own show? I think so. I don't I don't know the whole etymology. Like I don't know the background. Okay. I could check out her Wikipedia page. That's okay. Those seem to have some substantial <laughs> I did look up the Wikipedia page of One Direction, like you do. And I like how they break down the pieces of the Wikipedia page in like career and early life. And I was like, early life is just life. Early how old life. are you? I Loved her. I loved the show. I loved the set, which I felt like I was sitting in a West Elm catalog. It was That's what it looks like, like yeah. beautifully appointed. Mm. And mm. it was nuts. So all this happened because my friend Charles basically gave my name to all the powers that be. I had to go through a whole series of interviews with all these like associate producers and you know, you're getting bopped around and stuff like that. And everybody's looking at my tape that I sent them and they loved the tape, which is awesome. Because they were really, like, pushing for me to get on the show, which was perfect timing because I taped it on the day that the album dropped. So all of these things, serendipitous timing, so happy about it. And uh, they sent a car service, and I was like, ooh, Lord, I could get used to that. Where do they film? And, like, by Central Park. So, like, in the 60s. So, they sent a car service out of state. Yes, over the river and through the woods Mm -hmm. to shitty New Jersey we go. And then they retrieved me, and then they brought me in. And let me tell you what, because traffic is what it is, I was like, this is the only way to sit in traffic, is to have somebody else on the gas in the break. Correct. So, we get in. for the gas. Yeah. And uh, it's nuts because you pull up to ABC and you see the crowds gathering outside to be brought in for the taping. And uh, I go in and, and I like I kind of had an idea of what was going to happen because I heard it from my friend Charles, but it ended up being something entirely different. From what I understood, it was going to be uh, rising stars in the comedy world, people that you don't know, like unknown, the best mm-hmm. unknown comics. And I thought that I was going to be doing a set for Bill Bellamy and Tony Rock. And that they would, like, assess my work or something like that. That's basically <clears throat> kind of what I was told. Okay. Then I show up. I had to do all these interviews with the producers and stuff like that. And that you can tell they're looking for a backstory because it's not enough to be talented. You have to have... Was this before you got there or when you... like, the week before okay. I got there. Because I'm on the phone with everybody and, you know, I'm telling them stories about the ridiculous odd jobs I used to do. And they're like, well, what about the struggle? And, you know, what, what happened? Because you need to be at this point like a shoulder blade on a roller skate or just like half a torso of a human to... You know, it's strangely have a, specific, like a hero story, you know. Okay, so I get in there and <laughs> I go up to my dressing room and I see somebody else's name also on the, the roster, and it's a gal that I have done shows with. 
and she's like become she's blown up in the past couple of years just because of TikTok during the pandemic. She became mm-hmm. famous. She's an Indian mom. It's very specific comedy. So I see that she's on there and I was like, oh, they're probably doing the same thing for her, you know, assessing the work or whatnot. And uh, so they, when ha- when TV like daytime TV happens, they're filming like two episodes in a day. Right. So it moves pretty fast once it starts moving and they start taping the show at like one. And I, I see that I'm supposed to go on around one forty. And, you know, the producers are coming. They, I saw them talk to Zarna and they said, you know, they're she's going to ask you this question just to give you an idea of like a heads up of what's coming. Like you don't know what's coming. I had no idea that I was going to be on a couch with Tamron at all. At all. I didn't think I was going to get that kind of screen time. And they bring you down to the set before the crowd comes in. And, you know, they say, okay, here's the doors are going to open. You're going to come out. You have to do one minute of comedy. One minute. That's all you get. And Wicked quick. And then to the point where I had to cut two lines off the bit because they kept saying rap, 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 rap. And I was like, oh, my God. It's so fast. TV moves very quickly. And then they were like, and then you'll go on the couch and you'll talk to Tamron. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm getting an interview. It's what's called panel. And I was like, oh. Oh, I'm doing panel, la de do, and I, I knew that they said the same thing to Zarna. So, show starts. I can hear it rolling. I can hear that Zarna's downstairs. I can hear like interviews happening, and uh, then the producer came up. And she was like, "All right, uh, so you'll come out and you'll do your one minute. You'll sit down with Tamron. She'll talk to you about what it was like to be homeless, and then <laughs> I was like, you're like, um, one one more time. It I literally like you said." I was homeless. I was like, wait, 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 wait. So, 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 wait, wait, wait. Who, who's Zarna was homeless? No, I, you're homeless. I'm homeless. I'm currently. Wait, what? And I said, oh, oh, you can't say that. She goes, but you said you were homeless. And I was like, oh my god. Because in the interview with her, I, she was like, I mean, she's trying to find the the story. And she was like, were you ever homeless? And I was like, oh yeah, for a couple months. But like New York City homeless, where you're staying on couches with friends. Until you find an apartment. Like, I was in oh between. I had lost my lease in Brooklyn. So I had no home for a couple of months. But it didn't mean that I was like, I had a run down dog and a ripped up shoe and a bindle and right. like a can of Hormel chili. Right. Talking to your, you know, worn out Reeboks. You know, hanging over my grate, yeah. basically. You know, but that's, but that's and She was like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I was like, I don't <laughs> Is this when you just like do eye darts around? Like, is anyone. Can I get a lifeline? And I'm alone in this dressing room that has anyone. Patty, I had an instant intestinal reaction. I was like, I need to go to a bathroom right now. I like, shh. Wow. I was like, oh my God, it burns. And I was like, you can't say I'm homeless. You can't say I'm homeless. And she was like, but but we talked about it. And and she's like, it's it's like written into your intro. And I was like, What? Oh my God, no. I was like, and I saw all the dominoes fall. I saw me going out on on national TV and saying I'm homeless. And I saw people from high school calling my mother. I saw everything exploding in my head. I saw Jim's mother going, when was she homeless? I just could see 20 yards down the road, you know, all the shit that was going to happen. So uh, I was like, this woman could tell the panic in my face. Because I was like, oh, no, 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 we can't, we can't do that. We can't talk, but it's it's written into your, oh, God, no. Okay, okay, I'm okay, okay, if you want to talk about that, okay, fine. And I call up Jules, and I was like, oh, my God. And I st- I'm like laugh crying. I can't, I don't know where to categorize this in You're my hysterical. emotions. Yeah. I'm hysterical. 
And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to see I'm homeless. And he was like, you listen to me. You are. You were homeless. You talk about being homeless. You go out there on national television and you make yourself a pity case. You are homeless. And so he's talking me up. I texted Steph. I'm freaking out. And Steph's like, just tell them you are. Lean in. Everybody, <laughs> every, all my lifelines that I'm calling are telling me to double down and say I was homeless on national TV. <laughs> and I was like, no, this can't be my hero story. I can't come out of the gate on national TV and say that. And I'm sta- and all this is happening while the show is going on. I, it's like at 129. And then I go down and I'm standing behind the double doors and you can see the teleprompter on your left. And I see the words homeless, Ari McGuire. And I was like, this is all really happening. And, and my brain left my body. And, and I went to the white room and mm-hmm. the doors open up. And I was like, I can't tell you what was going on in my head that whole time. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I did see frantic erasing on the teleprompter. So I was like, oh my God, they, the producer must have called down and been like, abort, abort the mission. Don't talk to the homeless girl. <laughs> and, you know, everybody's lower thirds say their name, you know, on the screen, the lower thirds. It's like, so Zarna Garg, like content creator, feature film actress, this, that, the other. And I just went forward in my head and I saw Aaron McGuire, homeless, redheaded comedian, aspiring comedian. I, it was all the things. And then when I went out there to talk to her, she never said homeless. and But I was like, I don't know if it's in the intro because I couldn't hear what was going on on the other side of this thing. So when it finally got aired, I was thrilled. You it's should worth- be thrilled. I think you you looked great. She looked like it looked like a, a real, I mean, it is a real show. I mean, I don't really, I don't really know the Tim Runhall show, but it looks, it looks great. You looked great. Your bit was tight and quick. Tight and quick. You know? Like me, baby. But yeah, I couldn't I mean, add heard those it, two. But I still laughed on it. Yeah, yeah. On the couch. So, and I got to like talk to her and tell her about odd jobs. And then that whole thing got edited down a lot from mm-hmm. what was done. But that's fine. You know, I- I'm thrilled with how it all came out. So they're supposed to make it like you've you you've never done this before. No, they can't because they said in the beginning nine years. So it's not like I haven't been doing it. But I think the the story is that I wanted to make a national network debut and I did. Mm -hmm. That's huge. She's like, and so you have six months to live. Is that correct? That's pretty much. And now we're going to shave your head. (laughs) Your mom is here. Oh, no. Oh, God. She walks out stunned. Erin. And that's the thing about you have six months to live with this homeless thing, and <coughs> no, like them, this gotcha kind of approach to TV made me totally understand every Jerry Springer episode where somebody threw a chair, any sort of "You Are the Father" Maury Povich reveal. I was like, I understand why these people threw furniture because you get there, and in the moment, you're like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen. Like they could have opened up a chute, and I could have fallen down. Okay, it wouldn't. But those have aren't real me. people. Like. If I were on the show, I'm not going to throw a chair. I think these are people who have a severe uh, lead paint quotient in their body mm-hmm. still. That's mm-hmm. why they throw the chair. Well. And they have nothing to lose. What's to they have say no that t- I'm not? Well, I mean, you have all your teeth. I have all my teeth. I don't think one of us is going to launch a chair. These people don't have teeth. That's why they're like, throw it at my face. I'm okay. angry. Yeah. So all that is to say is that I'm you very had a good happy. Week. I had a great week. I mean, I have to appreciate the good weeks. I yeah. work my ass off. And finally, some chickens have come home to roost. I'm very happy about it. You have chickens? I got chickens, and I have an oh album God. 
and I've had a national network debut. And I feel good about me today. What happened with the album this week? The album went to number one on the iTunes charts. I saw. For three days. I stayed no over slouch. Weird Al Yankovic. Which is I climbed over him. Good. I kept him under me. And then now he's on top of me. So we have a whole well, relationship. Well, no one's comfortable with that. It's just, it's been a nutso week. So the I taped the Tamron Hall show on Tuesday. The album dropped. Uh, it went to number one on the iTunes. It stayed there for a few days. And uh, yeah, but then, then um, because nature has a way of balancing the scales, I did a show at a club last night and one of the waiters dropped an entire tray full of drinks on me. Like it, it was like before the Benny Hill show. Before or after you went up? I'm talking about 15 seconds before I went up on stage. Please tell me you were wearing all white. For the first time <laughs> I was ever. wearing a Rent the Runway shirt, and now it stinks of margarita and beer. Oh. I'm talking about I was about to walk up on the stage. I don't know what happened. I think the MC came down. I don't know what happened to the guy who was holding the drinks. And I'm talking about like a New York City tray full of drinks. So you know what it's like. It's got like 16 drinks on it. Yes. All went like aggressive and uh, in glass and plastic, everything went flying. And Did you I, have a good septum? I was soaked from the left side of my butt, like my whole left side one of my side hair. One side was a woman, one side was a man. Exactly. That's what it looked like. I looked like Julie Andrews in Victor Victoria. <laughs> That's also no But very slouch. drippy. Right. And uh, So basically what you need to do now is write down your affirmations like Jennifer Lopez does and channel that into positivity. And next thing you'll be in Hustlers too. Uh, fingers crossed. Inside well, you. and I was standing in line for a Starbucks the other day, <laughs> and a girl comes out of nowhere, and she goes, here's my card, honey, and she hands it to me, and it just says clairvoyant. How- the irony was I actually put it in my back pocket because I was like, I'm going to Google this chick. She had, like, all of her links on the bottom to her Instagram or Twitter, her Zelle, her Venmo. I was like, wow. Wouldn't it be funny if her name was Claire? Oh, Voyant. Don't think for a second that wasn't the first thought in my head. And I was like, Claire, Voyant. No. Oh, wait. Did she oh. do hair? Hair Voyant. Oh, there's an idea for a I'm, salon I'm name. Claire Voyant, the hair Voyant. I can tell that you need bangs. Welcome to Hair Voyant. <laughs> no, I really didn't want this color. No, no, your grandmother wants it. Braids? I'm thinning. It's fine. <laughs> she always wanted you to be blonde. No, no she, she didn't. didn't. I'm a Native American woman. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm hairvoyant. The other day before I went to the gym, I needed some coffee in my um, American Runs on Duncan. wasn't around. So I'm like, I'll go into the Starbucks. And I'm waiting. And then she's like, okay, Patrick. And she gives me this coffee. And it may have been like uh, uh, a slurpy size coffee. And I only needed... I'm only working out for like 35 minutes. I only liked like small. This thing was so large. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This can't be me. This, I, I can't. I can't drink that. She's like, well, I'm just going to throw out. Are sure you don't want it? I'm like, I guess I'll have it. I have never been more awake. I don't know what the fuck was in this. You, thing. Were, you were levitating. It was like Jolt Cola, oh Mountain Dew, coffee, battery acid. Did you drink the whole cocaine, thing? Cocaine. A little bit of heroin. I drank half of it, and I, I could have like I, I could have like replaced all the roofs in in New Jersey. <laughs> in 
I don't know. Patrick came out, and now I have a whole new wing on my house. Ralph's Coffee, when I used to work for Ralph Lauren, Ralph's Coffee opened up, and... uh, Wait, is it his coffee? Like, he has his own coffee line? Yeah. When did that happen? Like, seven years ago, I think. Is it still around? Yeah. There's an actual freestanding store. Well, there's one in the mansion on 72nd and Madison, and then there's one by the uh, 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 Club Monaco on Fifth Avenue. Right I next have door to it. Never heard of this, seen this. This has never ever okay. been on my radar. If you uh, have five minutes to live and you have a day's worth of work and you need one minute to complete it, uh-huh. you should drink this coffee and then. So it rips through the space time continuum. It is like nothing except for this coffee once that this random Capital One bank on Third Avenue. By the D and D building, where you'd go and you get coffee. I'd get coffee from my coworkers. <laughs> my I'd come Capital back in. One coffee. I don't know. I don't know. But you'd get it, and I, it was. It was. I've never in my lifetime, other than Ralph's, this may have trumped Ralph's. Where I'm like, I think. I think I've just been drugged, but I think I kind of like it. But my like, where your skin is. Boiling. And I got a 1.4% APR financing on a new mortgage loan that I just got from Capital One, and I'm, I'm now owning three different credit cards from the company. And it is like your, it's like requiem for a dream. Like you, you've gone to work, you seem fine. Your eyes like 30 saucers. minutes later, your hair looks like uh, like uh, like that the owl from the staircase has kicked up your hair mm-hmm. and your scalp. Everything's disarray. All you've gone from like pressed to wrinkled shirt i don't know what the fuck happened and then like five o'clock rolls around and you're like holy fucking christ what the fuck happened i'm i'm constantly at, at like where the phone is this rings. capital one it's closed now oh damn have you ever had Stumptown coffee no because it's in the that's, ace hotel no because this that sounds like i'm gonna have a problem well at least it's truth in advertising they're like this is th- i'm telling you how this is ending right now and it's in Ace Hotel, and I would go there and get a coffee, and then, like, you sit in Ace Hotel, and everybody's working on their manuscripts. Everybody's working on their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that is truly a, I woke up in one of the hotel rooms. There was a dead hooker on the floor, and, and you know, there was a goat in the room, and you don't know what went on. Right, and, and you the goat just, has a yeah, cigarette. You, yeah, you, you're, you're like, that! And the goat's like, what a wild night. <laughs> He's like, cappuccinos, right? I don't know, but your set on Tamron Hall was great. Uh, Oh, my God, you recognize me? Thank you. Can can I get a drag off that cigarette? It wasn't that bad. Come on. Come on. Okay. All right. It's time. I think it's time. Are you ready? Yes. Should we dip into a whole day of fun and games here at the ranch? Well, why start now? I know. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Alan Alda. I'm Tamron Hall. Oh, and we're coming to you from the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Today we're going to talk to all you men about what happens to your women when they're on their periods and why it's important to be sensitive to that shit. Don't say chillax, relax, calm down, and alcohol. Don't say ass, fat, grumpy, or cranky. They ain't cranky. They got blood coming out of their vaginas, y'all. That's some biblical plague shit, y'all. That would be like once a month if you had locusts flying out of your dick for a week. Wow. And this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're 
plugging them up and we're taking them out and we're letting them know it's okay to wear white pants on that special time of month. And then uh, we're putting them on horses and uh, putting them in kayaks. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do this week and all weeks. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can binge every last episode. But we prefer that you do it on Apple, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. And pump us up to number one, baby, where I hang out with Weird Al Yankovic. And Bill Cosby. Yes, touche. Our email address, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. That's right. Email us your advice questions, and we will answer them right here on the air once a week. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, like birthday shout-outs and living and loving and juicing and berries and stuff like that. And I think um, we're going to send you some clips. If you become a Patreon member, send you some clips of my album, which is available on iTunes. That's right. Baseline presentable, ladies and gentlemen. It dropped on the 13th. And damn it, I want to get back up to number one. It's a real fight to stay on the top of the charts. Oh, God, now I know what it's like to be Elvis. So please, (laughs) check it out. Buy it, purchase it, live it, love it. So much going on here at the ranch. Have you guys seen the Elvis movie? Um, Three times. And Jules, I think, has memorized it at this point and seen it about 12 times. And I'm not even joking. Hi. Hi there. Oh, look, he's taking a picture. I'm not Wonderful. used to... Look at Jules is so connected to the interwebs. These kids today with the Instagram crackers and whatnot. I think that was the best Elvis movie I think I've seen. I've seen a lot of them. Did you see Kurt Russell? I believe so. Oh, Kurt Kurt Russell Russell is Elvis. I mean, but yeah. But taking an unknown and making him Elvis is a much better way to go about doing this. I thought it was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. It was well written. It was well acted. I also like the way that they told it necessarily wasn't just through Elvis. It was through the Colonel Sanders. I know. Yes, indeed. And that part I didn't even, I don't think I knew that part. No, I didn't know any of that. Basically, he was a slave to someone else, and then he yeah. didn't have any money, which which is know, insane. Foreshadowing for a little Britney Jean. Oh, fast spirit. forward to I don't know that we could put Britney in the same category as Elvis, but I appreciate you trying. Well, um, she's put herself there because when she did her Vegas thing and she wore his jumpsuit, I think that's yes. where you wait. Can. Was this the, the when Elvis was? <laughs> Which Elvis jumpsuit did she? Not his actual jumpsuit, no, right? She did, she did her own version of it, but she, I think a tip was, of the hat, right? But it's the same thing. It's where like he's so at one point in the movie he doesn't have any fucking money That's because insane. the colonel has taken all of the rights. Recently, we found out that Britney Spears doesn't. She's only worth fifty million dollars, which I know is <gasps> sad. 50, you just took my breath away when you said that. Right. Only. Right. But if you think about how long this woman has worked and what the hell she's done. She has a Pepsi contract. She has HBO. She has all the stuff. She should be a billionaire. She should have more money than what she has right now. You think about Adele. Adele has been working half as long as Britney has two albums and I think like a Febreze ad, and that's about it. Does she really have a Febreze no, ad? No. Don't just, get me you, excited you know for I mean. that. Could you imagine? She's like, it smells so wonderful. You just walk in your house here. and you just burst into tears. I know. Like, it smells <laughs> like divorce. <laughs> 
<laughs> it smells like my life. Smells span. like an open casket. Oh my god! All my lost loves. See? Okay, valid. Well, I guess when you put it in those terms, but uh, Britney Annabelle's. Spears has 50 million more than I do, and let's be honest, she was raised in the limelight. She was raised by Disney. Right. You know, that's a weird upbringing. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm starting to think that we shouldn't have freed her, is my big thing. I, I look at her Instagram page and I worry. I think we should not, not, I don't know. I think she needs somebody. I think there's something that's happened where she sort of like stopped mentally developing at like, you know how when they say you have trauma, you're sort of like imprinted at that age. You're sort of frozen. Yes. So, yeah. Well, if you're not in control of anything and then all of a sudden someone gives you your phone and you're like, you're like a kid with like, if, if your dad gave you like, gave you a hundred dollars yeah. and you were like 10 years old, you'd probably spend it on candy. Whereas like someone else would be like, I'm going to take that hundred bucks. And I'm going to invest it. How is it any different than today? If Jules gave me a hundy and he's like, go out and buy yourself something nice, I'd come back with Skittles and nerds. You'd come back in debt. You're like, I only gave you $100. Yeah, but there was this guy on the street. There's this clairvoyant, and she handed me her card, and I just felt like she was trustworthy. Did she do your hair? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, she did. She's very talented. So I paid her through Zelle, and uh, (laughs) all right, this week we we are. Resetting the clock, baby. We're cleansing the palate with a grab bag episode. That is when we find articles that don't have to do with anything specific and we just throw them out into the universe and we see what kind of, I don't know, creativity they churn up. Correct. (laughs) Correct. You confirmed. I did. I will begin. Okay, please. This is from the Messenger Inquirer, Owensboro, Kentucky, April 18th, 1963. The article is, let him end it. Oh. Dear Abby, last year when I was hospitalized, and she, that's, we're just going to be coming out swinging. Right. My neighbor and very dear friend helped my husband care for our two youngsters. So I think we know where this is going already. Mm-hmm. I thought I would never be able to repay her for her kindness until several weeks ago when my husband confessed that the relationship had gone beyond what he had ever thought it would. He said he was sorry and asked for my forgiveness. The friend tries to act normal. She doesn't know my husband has told me. We own our home and I don't intend to move. I cannot bear the sight of this two-faced woman. What should I do when she comes knocking at my door with her sweet smile and her apple pies? Ooh. Signed, betrayed. Is this because you looked up pie? Correct. Interesting. Twist on a pie. (laughs) Which kind of pies is she showing up with? She showed up with that steaming pie. (laughs) It was a hot, messy pie. It didn't smell right. And she lifted it on our front stoop. Just lying there. In the sun. Dear Betrayed, I presume your husband knows this woman well enough to speak to her. Ask him to tell her that he has confessed to you. I doubt if you'll be bothered again. And either her sweet smile... With either her sweet smile or her apple pies. And if she sends anything else over, don't eat it. Ugh. This I actually. I will not eat this. I am not going to put that pie in my mouth. I'm not going to eat. Th- Wait, what kind is it? Apple. Wait, what is the other pie? Banana cream. Well, I'm not going to eat it, but like, let me. Ju- I'm just going to taste the top of it. <laughs> It's a chest pie. What does that even mean? What is a chest pie? I don't even know. 
But that tastes good. You it's know got what? No Fuck top. you. Okay. What's in the other box? Are those cookies? What kind of? Did you just make them? Okay, God, fine. You warm. can sleep with my husband. That's fine. Croissants? You're very, you're very talented. What's in the jug? What do you mean, freshly brewed? From where? Orange. Columbia. Okay. 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 Come in. I'll have but not one for cup. long. Not I'll for one. I'll have one cup out here. Get down on the stairs, you okay. bitch. Yeah. Scones. Cranberry raisin. Hmm. Okay. Great. Okay, that's where you lost that's me. That's fine. Okay, now you can Fuck leave. Fuck you. What else is Nobody there? Nobody likes a scone, except for the queen, and look where she is. This is great. Yes. I mean, this is great for me. Get off my fucking yard. <laughs> leave my, the basket, My ass can't bitch. fit through the door. I see you've played the long game mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's dirty? My house. Get inside and clean it, you <laughs> fucking bitch. When you said apple pies, it instantly. Now, I have not had this in years. An years. apple pie? An apple pie from McDonald's. Well, it's we've got. I think we've talked about this, and now they're new. They've redone them. Well, they redid them. I'm guessing 25 years ago, because if you'll recall, the the first apple pie was super crispy, almost yes, deep yes. fried. Oh yeah, m- maybe 300 degrees. Well, yeah, but no matter now, when you opened it. Tell me, now, they're not safety pies. Now there's three. I think there's three slits in the pie. Safety pie. And I think there's a cinnamon dusting. No. If I'm correct, it's different. Still, still good. Nowhere near like that fucking flaming hot pocket of an apple pie yes. of days of yore. Like fresh out of hell. <laughs> like Satan's dessert. Like, I'll have the apple pie. And then you're just like, I don't know. I can't taste anything else in my mouth for the next maybe 17 years. And then I turn around and your whole lower jaw has melted off your face. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like your, you've been attacked by your a Your face looks like the Dali painting. It's right. just dripping over rocks. What, are they baking it now? I don't actually work for McDonald's, but for what I assume. But you is, frequent McDonald's. Just because you don't work for them doesn't mean that you, you know don't what? have the answer. You know what? This I'm is sorry. Like, this is, just because you're in Tamron Hall does not mean you get to do a reveal. This is on an me, intervention. Like, hey, Patrick. You, you are a- not the healthy eater you're <laughs> telling everybody. No! We have a car outside waiting for you that's going to take Fuck. you to a McDonald's. I will not go. I won't do it. You can't make me. We should do a McDonald's pie trip. I want to see because I, this is on my brain now because literally last night before I had the drinks dropped on me, mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, discontinued McDonald's items and somebody said, do you remember when they had cookies? And I don't remember that. And oh, I you mean cookies in the like, box? I guess. Yes, yeah. But I don't remember this. Like yeah. were they chocolate chip? I want to say there was, uh, uh, was, I think there was chocolate chip and then just like that other shit cookie. But I think maybe it was just chocolate chip. Like an animal cracker? Maybe. But I I can't, I'm not, I don't know. Discontinued McDonald's items. Look it up, Jules. Also, they changed toys. Remember like- So that you couldn't swallow them? Right. I want the danger element in my food. They'd also used to give you glassware, which now they don't. They used to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those Star Wars glasses. The like Star Wars glasses. The commemorative things, right. yeah. And I think the, the Peanuts glasses. I want to say that there was a, a, a Pac-Man glass or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or you could also get McDonald's plates. But it's nuts when they put that in a Happy Meal, like a kid could be responsible for glassware. He's like, wow, I plan on getting married if I can get two more. <laughs> I'm get registered. Happy Meal and you're like, wow, are these coupe glasses? This is wonderful. This is specific, but thank you for the gift. Is, yeah, I love stemware. It's really more of a gift than a toy. 
It really is. Yeah, I'd register for that. That's what we should have registered for. Are these the cookies? Oh! Yes. Oh, it all comes back to me now. Oh, Jesus. These were like, it was like a shitty animal cracker, but it was like, look at how horrifying that face of Grimace is. The sh- Nobody knows what Grimace is. Grimace is somebody who ate that apple pie and he melted. Who's the one next to Ronald? That's Grimace. That can't be Grimace. Yeah. No, that's not Grimace. Oh, unless it's Mayor McCheese. He looks very professional. No, he Look looks like lips. that looks like a bird. That looks like Grimace. I Grimace. don't know what's above it. <clears throat> it looks like flowers above it. Well, we'll put this on That's, the Patreon. That actually is Grimace. What is? I was right. No, 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 no. Oh. No. Oh my god, it's like a Rorschach test. Grimace is actually next to uh to that thing. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a Rorschach. These cookies are my mother's love. Um Lost Hopes and Dreams. No, this is oh, Grimace. You know what it is? It's that weird bird that flew. That yes. All right, I have an article for you. <gasps> How apropos that I accidentally picked this article, given everything we talked about. This comes from the Portsmouth Herald, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, July 3rd, 1968. Coffee is her problem. And I'm going to read this like somebody who just had the Capital One coffee. Okay. Dear Ann Landers, I'll come right to the point not to try and make excuses for myself. The plain truth is that I have been married for four years and I do not know how to make a decent cup of coffee. I have blamed the pot, the water, the brand of coffee, and finally, the stove. I have gone from percolator to drip to electric to the open pot method. I've tried nine different brands of coffee and even bought coffee beans and ground them myself. The results are always the same. Rotten coffee! What is wrong with a woman who can bake a Danish tort and prepare baked Alaska but can't make a good cup of coffee? Signed, Hate Myself. Dramatic. Yeah. Dear self, the simplest things are the ones that can drive a person nuts. I know how you feel. I can't make jello. I don't know what you're doing wrong, but perhaps some of the great coffee makers in my reading audience will come up with some homey hints. How about it, girls? If there's a coffee secret out there, please spill it. Ian. I don't know what you're talking about. I've tried. Have you had percolator coffee? Speaking of coffee that will make you sky right, we should call Moth today because whatever the hell, she has Folgers. And I'm talking about old school. It's the crystals. Yes, it's crystals. It's like granulated. It's bizarre. It's not real coffee. No, it's asbestos. But she cooks. She cooks. She puts it in a percolator, which is like. It's time for the percolator. It's It's time for the percolator. I don't even. It's the closest thing to like freebasing. I've ever had. What do, what is a percolator? It's it's a. I mean, weird... I know what it is, but what's the point of it? I, I don't know. Is it I the think equivalent? It... Is it today's French press? It's very similar. It's like the 1950s French press because it's like the purest thing to the source. It's the coca bean. Right, but you're she's doing it with Folgers, so that exactly. Kinda... So it's like she's doing a luxury treatment of a non-luxury brand item. Okay, so she's, it's like she's, doing, she's giving us highs and lows. Exactly. It would be as if she took pop-off vodka and presented it to you on like Crystal Palace, ice. if you will. Exactly, like out of a luge, you know? <laughs> yes. Very fancy. Here Give me an go. article. This is from the Carlsbad Current Argus Carlsbad New Mexico. You know what? Who did this? Start again. Gently. Carlsbad Current Argus Carlsbad New Mexico. April 11th, 1985. I'm never saying that again. You never have to. Dear Abby, it's high time the subject has a good airing, and I refer to fragrance 
pollution. Oh! Now that men as well as women are using perfume and cologne, the commingling of fragrances in enclosed <laughs> places such as elevators and offices can be nauseating. Years ago, a lady applied a little dab of perfume behind each ear as she passed. The subtle scent of gardenia, orange blossom, or lilac followed her. Today, fragrance, fragrances are about as subtle as a meat cleaver. They're heavy, overpowering, and frequently used in suffocating quantities. The first perfumer who comes out with a fragrance that smells like good old-fashioned soap and water is going to get my business. Signed, All Choked Up. Mm-hmm. Dear Choked, well said. Here's a plea for those who are fond of using scents. Use some common sense, please, and a little dabble, do you? Was this inspired by my my talking about Mrs. Phillips last week, my first grade teacher who bathed in her perfume? No. I can still smell it in my the depths of my nose. I'm traumatized by that. I thought that's what would have inspired it. No, I don't even remember teachers. Smelling? Yeah. There was no way that this one did not. Like, it was either, there was either, like, extreme perfume or mothballs. There was no happy medium. I don't remind. I don't remember either. Just shower. Just shower. I have so many traumas around smells. Growing up, there was a guy, a kid behind me in my algebra class, and I'll blame that that I was crap at math because of this kid. He used to bathe in Dracar, Dracar Noir. Dracar I can't Noir. Dracar Noir. That's a warm up. Dracar Noir. Yeah. Topeka Bodega. Topeka Bodega. <laughs> Dracar Noir. It 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 was the OG fragrance. X. That it's you smell it mm-hmm. and you'll never forget. You're like, it's that Aqua di Gio, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 obsession. obsession, totally. My scent CK1, in high school, though, vanilla fields. Oh, vanilla, don't with the please with the sweet flavors. Dunkin' Donuts is coming out with their own line of perfumes, <laughs> hazelnut. I wouldn't fucking... Honeycomb. You know it's it's coming, right? Oh, I'm sure it's already there. Yeah. Because there's already like Baskin-Robbins flavors of Dunkin' Donuts. Like they've combined. It's disgusting. Well, yes, because... Wait. Yes, because Baskin-Robbins, Dunkin' Donuts... Are there always used to be Baskin-Robbins, and then all of a sudden, who came in? It's Dunkin like the Donuts, Pizza Hut Taco then, Bell. Yes. KFC combination. Right. used to be 31 flavors. Now there's only six. I don't trust a combination food station. I don't believe in it. I'm a separatist. I always thought that when you put on perfume or cologne, male or female, you spray and you walk in. You spray and walk away. Right. Yes, there's like rhymes around this. However, I've seen people like, especially like reality shows when you they watch the person getting ready. I'm like, oh my, oh my, oh my God. Yeah. But that I, is not like, it's not like, oh, this is like, like, um, a, a watered down lemon and uh, patchouli. This is like uh, uh, m- murder, uh, uh, deep woods off. Yeah. Uh, uh, deep attic. Woods um, uh, 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 tobacco Meat under cleaver. the finger. Yeah. yeah. Tobacco under your fingernails. And then it's like spritz on one side, spritz on one side, and spritz on the balls and spritz on the back. I'm like, holy Christ on a fucking cracker don't spray do you you don't when you put on a scent you don't spray your crotch do you i don't why would i want to that's i don't sensitive. know but people do that sometimes my scent is dolce and gabbana light blue and it is very gentle i spray it directly on myself two spritzes period full stop 
when I was in high school, on my yourself scent, where do you do? I do can, neck and I do wrist. Which is what I thought. I'm a purist. And then do you rub it? Yes. Okay, like the old school. Yes, I'm very vintage like that. Yes. But my scent when I was in high school was Elizabeth Taylor's White Diamonds. Have we ever talked about this? I believe. <laughs> I just like that I had such an adult smell. I. How did yeah. you settle on White Diamonds and not like Passion? Well, I. It was like I jumped from Electric Youth perfume right into my sixties. I went from like sixteen to sixty. I get it. In smell. I I get it. Yeah. Senior year, I was like, I'm a woman now. I should start smelling like one. (laughs) I I need to smell. Ma'am, I need to smell like a woman. Aaron, this is Walgreens. What do you need? I just want Charlie. Just a nice waft of Charlie. You know what we should do one fucking time? Is we should get a collection of shitty perfume and cologne. Okay. We should get Charlie. We should get like I mean, this is going to be expensive, but well, it can't be if it's Charlie. Five ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, we could. Yeah. Oh. Like exclamation! You know, the worst of the worst. I want the worst smells. That will probably do it. Okay. Make a statement without saying a word. Exclamation! Charlie. I. What else? What's the one that we um? I can't do Vanilla Fields. I'm just telling you right now. If you if you, I'll need a car service. <laughs> I, I will, I'll need it's not in your eat. rider, Patty. I, I mean, I'll need a diaper. I need a moment. I need a day. I need a weekend at a spa to get scrubbed. Correct. Okay. We'll put this on the challenge list. Basically, any perfume that you could buy at a CVS or a Walgreens. We're going to have to open up this this door. That's fine. We need to add some smell into the house. Anything anyway. by Britney Spears? Because to me, it... J'adore. I, does that count? Or is that like actual real... Perfume. Glow. I think we do glow instead of J'adore Dior. Whatever the Kim Kardashian line is. Yes. Okay. I feel like any Britney Spears perfume is basically like a Capri Sun. Because something <laughs> doesn't seem right in the packaging. It just I know. It it's seems very like, like pink to, and metallic. Are you supposed to drink it? Is this a bath bomb? I'm confused. Is it a know. Red Bull? Why does it look like a Monster Energy drink? It probably smells like Red Bull, right? I would assume. It's Monster Energy. Maybe a little bit of urine. Probably. I don't want to try the Sarah Jessica Parker thing. Oh, my God. I used to wear that all the time. What was it called? It was uh, the little pink bottle. Why can't I think about it? That was my smell for years. It was squozing from Sarah Jessica Parker directly. It smelled like um, she does an eating disorder. Do you know that she does wallpaper now? No. I'm, I buy it. They've got their hands and everything. But then she came up with a second scent. And I remember I was like out of town and I was doing a show and I had a sample from it and I put it on and it smelled like crazy old lady and we were all around each other and there was actually a crazy old lady that was in that show (laughs) and I sprayed myself I was like you guys this smells like crazy old lady I can't use this anymore and the crazy old lady came out of nowhere and she was like I'll take it she hits you with the back of the head with her cane (laughs) fuck you redhead no her overstuffed purse (laughs) I'll take it it's a purse full of pies crazy old ladies are meant to smell like this All right, I have a final article for you. Are you ready for it? I believe I am. It comes from the Buffalo Evening News, Buffalo, New York, May 11th, 1960. Egghead's forgotten wife's help. Dear Ann Landers, I think it's time somebody said something about the wife of the married student. There seems to be quite an epidemic of married men going to college these days while the wife works to pay the bills. I'm not saying this shouldn't be done but I'd like to pass on a little first-hand advice to the girls. 
I was married right out of high school to a boy who was ambitious and very bright. He had a partial scholarship, but for eight years I worked an eight-hour job and did the housework, cooking, washing, and ironing besides. I kept telling myself the future would be worth all the hard work and doing without. Well, today, he's a professional man. So good at being a good man, professionally. Wow. But I don't seem to fit into his life anywhere. He uses big words that I don't even understand. He goes places without me because I don't mix well with his egghead friends. (laughs) I'm sure people feel he married out of his intellectual class and feel sorry for him. If your husband wants to go to school until he's 29, girls, fine. But make sure you go, too. So long as he's a student developing his mind, develop yours. Instead of carrying the whole load and working eight hours, let him work four. Divide everything. I made the mistake of stagnating. Well, that's a fancy word for a gal who's claiming she doesn't know words. At the high school level, and now we don't speak the same language. In brief, I'm what is known in brainy circles as the outgrown wife. Dear outgrown, well said. And this type of tragedy isn't restricted to putting a man through college. Many a successful guy, when he reaches the top, forgets who helped him get there. Ian! Date hmm. any nerds? Did I date any nerds? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, Marcus is pretty smart. Do you feel I mean, intimidated a... by him? No. What? He has a what? PhD. In what? Piano performance. Oh. He's oh. a doctor. He's a doctor of piano. <laughs> he knows the ins and outs. He knows how to fix a piano. That he does not. Oh. But he does have a P. He's a master's. He has a PhD. You keep, I'm just lucky I you got You keep it. pausing on the letter P when you're saying he has a P. HD. <laughs> well, I've just, that has not been anything. I mean, I'd like to be, you know, qualified as a smart person or quantified. Quali- well, I, I think we've just anyway, answered our I question right here live on the air. Just dumb as shit. I never think that I'm a nerd. And then I was doing a show once and I made a joke about Star Wars. And a guy said to me, this is like when I first started. And he was like, oh, I get it. I get who you are. You're a nerd in a not nerd body. And I was like, I beg to differ. And then I showed him my boobs. You're right. Little boy, get out of here, little (laughs) nerd boy. Trick or treat. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. twice. Look at the Where are the handcuffs? <laughs> Fool me twice. I could get arrested if I'm seen. I'm with on you. Dateline, aren't I? Yep, yep. Chris, what's his name is in the bushes. <laughs> Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Let's just read the text messages. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, that's thanks, fine. Thanks. No, I know what I said. We can stop right now. I'm surprised that, that I have not been on a show where that has happened to me. Where like, somebody comes out of the kind... boot, the like, you guys want some lemonade? For the rest of my life, I'm gonna be ready for someone to surprise me on air with something. Like, Moth is going to show up. I'm going to go on, like, Password or something. $25,000 pyramid, which is now $100,000 pyramid because of inflation. If you want to exit out of my life, you will surprise me on national television. That's, <laughs> That's the way to do it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. Offer Here's me a the makeover. Door. Tell me something horrible about my past. Surprise me with a, a trip or, you know, something. If Any I, sort of surprise. If I came home and there was a camera crew... In my fucking apartment, and they were either gonna make over my house, oh, make over me, make over my clothes, any makeover. The entire t- they they wouldn't be able to use a fucking minute. But what if it was because like- my face would just be like 
looking at Marcus or whoever and like, you rotten. What if it was good, like an Ed McMahon type of sweepstakes win and they wanted to get your surprise on film and it was like, we're giving you a million dollars. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I don't give a shit if they surprised me in like uh, a, a scat film. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, oh, cut. Someone's going to, uh, how about a napkin? Is what anything? you don't know, Patrick, is that homeowner sweepstakes just gave you $10,000. No, so, and I'm just like, take the gag ball out. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank God you're already on rubber sheets because you're about to shit yourself when you find out how much money you See, want. That, that I would be okay. Why with. can't I think of the name of the thing that Ed McMahon did for years and years when he'd surprise people with the big check? Publishers Clearing Publishers Clearinghouse. Exactly. Do we still do that? I, I don't even, how do the hell did that? that's the... legit? I don't know. Right now they're offering something like, uh, the new one is like $7,000 a week for life. Why do you have your finger on the pulse of Publishers Clearinghouse? Yeah, how, is, how do you know that? That's very specific. Why are you watching commercials? There's commercials? What? That you Who don't fast you? forward? No, because we, uh, on the, the direct stream, there's commercials like between... Uh, oh, oh, well, here's what me and Jules have been doing this week because, the you know, the queen died I and know. she's lying in state. We've been mm. watching her. It's like somebody put a GPS on the queen and I watch her like she's a lava lamp. Someone snagged her uh, her flag today. Did they really? There's always something going on there. How? It was, I don't know. I don't know how it, that. That happened. is the most complicated game of capture the flag I've ever heard. What I bold. would, what I would prefer, if an illusionist went and, like, instead of grabbing the flag, all of a sudden he had her gown, whatever the fuck she was wearing, <laughs> like, like a fuck? David Copperfield moment. Yeah. And they open it up, and she's wearing the flag, and he's got the dress. <laughs> That's ama- People would be like. They'd be so pissed. They didn't know if they should be pissed or amazed. Like, wow, like, shit. I, uh, uh, I'm angry, are, but that's a really that good so one. so good. But you can watch people. Like, there's a live stream on her 24 hours a day, so you can see the British people that are coming in and out and seeing her. And there was, like, a little girl there, and I thought, what time of day is it? So I checked, and it was 4 a.m., and I, was, I thought, wouldn't it be awesome if in, like, the gag of all gags, the queen just sat up in the like coffin that. at that moment? I'd applaud for that. I don't know why it's not like a uh, like a Snow White coffin. An open coffin That's what I said. I thought it was glass. Yeah. And Jules was like, no, they would never have her just sit out there. I don't think they do there. that anymore. So that you can actually physically see the body. Yeah. That's the thing. If you're going to be in line for 24 hours, I want to get there and see some shit. I want to see some shit. I want fireworks. I want, I want like, a juggler. Yeah. Yeah, or at least like a Dippin' Dot stand. You're just looking. How do you even know that she's even in there? She what may an not opportunity even... for like hot dog salesmen, though. Well, that's the thing. If I went for 24 hours, then maybe I would take the flag down. I want something. Yeah. Did you I wanna, see the guard faint? Like a picture, like like you know, at, a, at an amusement park ride. Yeah, exactly. Also, I do like the fact that they were like, people are mourning in the streets, and then they show a shot of the British people, and they're like, huh, oh dear. Mm. Who gives a shit? No, it was just like a, that's how they mourn. That's like Boston mourners, you know? They're just like, we've never been hugged. You know what the queen would like? I have no idea. She'd like some Instagram mail. Instagram mail. You 
you've stood in line for hours. Am I even in that box? I highly doubt it. Can you smell my box? I'm the queen inside. Wait until you... day three when Charles comes in and he cuts it in half. And then he turns it outside. And Surprise! then everybody goes, oh! And then there's actually blood. That would be awesome. All right, we have one Instagram mail question this week. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Send us an advice question and we shall answer it on the air because we're unqualified to do so. Patty. Correct. Is that correct? Hit me then. Dear Pod, once again I've fallen off the wagon. The cheese wagon. I know it's no good for me as I'm lactose intolerant, but I keep thinking that this time it'll be be better. And sure enough, cheese knocks me down. And I keep going back for more. Any suggestions to quit this for good and treat myself with some R-E-S-P-E-C-T? Signed, Queso Me Crazy. Dear Queso, sometimes the cheese stands alone. Mm-hmm. So, so alone. Gouda, Brie, and Colby, while all sounding like the new cast members of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they're actually The Real Housewives of Blowout Alley. Don't let the fancy names and accessory crackers fool you. This trifecta and their other assorted friends will terrorize your insides. But I love him! Yes, but as Mariah Carey once said, love takes time to heal when you're hurting so much. And nothing hurts more than your stomach rolling through a meat grinder while you're rocking back and forth on the toilet like Whistler's mother, praying to all the gods for forgiveness and a lifetime supply of lactate. We all like a bad boy or bad girl who shits on, who shits on the bed when she's mad, but... There comes a time when we have to say to ourselves, who's going to love me when the cheese won't? And you take a long, hard look in that gilded antique mirror of yours, and you say, me. I'm going to take care of me, damn it. (sighs) And you show Colby, Bree, and Gouda to the door and say, you can take your spicy meatballs, too. That was a very empowering letter. I know. Um, You know, I have that love-hate relationship with cheese I know how you feel. I'm going to also put a pin in something that we need to talk about when you said shit on the bed. Um, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard story is being made into a feature film. That can't be right. And I'm just saying, if That's... ever there was a time to bring John Waters out <laughs> of retirement, <laughs> this is the moment, y'all. And the most iconic, strange mustache <laughs> of all time. And how is Johnny Depp any different? We're combing Miami's finest nightclubs looking for a, an unknown person to play Johnny Depp in the story of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We're looking at every dumpster behind the Viper bar for the best Johnny Depp. And Amber Heard has to audition for Amber Heard because... <laughs> but I don't understand. Uh, it's not offer only. Yeah, and then Please Johnny Depp me. has to call and try to get her the job. It's real yeah. awkward. And then Natalie Portman gets it. I know, every time. No, Anne Hathaway as... Amber Heard. I, I just want to put this out there. You got a picture. You go behind the hair, beyond the hair. I, I'm just, we should talk about Winona casting. Ryder gets it. Oh, I'm just saying. Very exciting. All right. Here is An's answer to uh, Queso. Dear Queso, to quote poet laureate Zane Malik from the iconic legendary band One Direction, we always want what we can't have, baby. Mm, yeah. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Who can resist the allure of a beautifully arranged charcuterie slash cheese board? Like Ina Gotten says, how nice is that? (laughs) Not nice, Ina. Not nice at all to those around you. 
If you can't think of how a Vermont cheddar will affect your lower intestine, then think about how it affects those with whom you share a septic tank. I assume you've done your due diligence and visited a doctor about your condition. There's plenty of pharmaceuticals out there to help with lactose intolerance. I should know. My Jules has the digestive system of, of a newborn miniature schnauzer. There's lactate, lactase, and lactose. There's Dairy Ease, Dairy Aid, and Digest It. There's an entire cottage industry dedicated to doping you up just so you can enjoy some Swiss on a sandwich. If, after attempting all these remedies, you still can't process the cheese, and, like Brokeback, I just can't quit you, I recommend a studio apartment with a lot of windows. Now all this talk of cheese has made me hanker for a hunker, a slab, a slice, a chunker. I hanker for a hunker cheese. So Yee-haw! Good. That was so good. That was my childhood, was that cheese rhyme. And it's everybody's childhood. It's, it's very popular. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down. Or any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slabber slice a chunk of. A sniker is a winner and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! You know what? It's a grab bag week. I think it's time. It's been a couple weeks since we called her. Should we call my mother? Okay. And now it's time for the mob report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You heard the lady. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. She likes it. Oh, that's right. It's time to call my mother. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing and what baked goods she might be eating on this fabulous fall day. Because now she's into fall flavors, which she gets very excited about a butternut squash soup. Get ready. disgusting. Oh, she loves it. Hello. You are so spicy. Yeah, it was like a Sybil Shepherd entrance. A whole new moth. It's moonlighting moth. I felt like you just did like a hair commercial. Like, <laughs> oh you my god, Prell. Yes, Prell. Oh, I didn't know you were calling. Yeah. Moonlighting moth, very different very than quickly. moonlight moth. Right. You know, there you go. Which is all about two guys <laughs> hooking up on a beach, which very different. Very different. I'll have to Google it. Well, you uh, caught me at a good time. I was just about to get up and go because I hadn't heard anything from you. And oh. I said, well, nuts to her. I'm out of here, man. Oh, what, where, where are you, you going go? from? <laughs> from north to south. Oh. Yes. Wow, she's We're making a journey. That's just like the Queen. The... We've been watching the Queen's <laughs> yes. body drive from Scotland to London. Oh my God! From I can't London believe the these bay. people standing <laughs> in line. <laughs> oh, wait! You're telling me that you would not stand in line for 30 hours to see the Queen? No, because they'd have to call an ambulance because I'd pass out <laughs> within, within an hour. I would pass out. But is, would there you... any, is there anyone that you'd stand 30 hours for and don't say? Oh, Aaron, let me think. Let me think. I know that's oh true. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. Uh, Who would you stand 30 hours you mean, in line? You mean for? you mean living and dead? Yes, living, <laughs> living and dead. Well, yeah. Like if like would you would you were you an Elvis fan? Would you wait in line for 30 hours? Oh. Well, all right, not Elvis. Um, let's see, who would? Charlton Heston. Oh, she was a- <laughs> I totally did not. Nobody expect- saw that coming. You know what I thought she was going to say? Davy Jones. <laughs> I totally did not expect you to say Nobody saw Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. You'll have to take this rifle from my dead, cold hands. <laughs> I 
used to have Carlton the biggest Hester. crush on him. What, I thought she was going to say I used to have a rifle. <laughs> no, <laughs> I still do. I, I, ben Hurd. When I was like, uh, when I was like in high school, I had the biggest crush on him. I wrote him a big long letter, and he <laughs> sent me back a picture with a signature. <laughs> Wait, what did you say in the letter? Oh, I just told him that uh, how much I enjoyed his performance in like uh, the Ten Commandments and in Ben Hur, and then I I told him my my whole life story, and then I said at the end I said my my mother's peeling onions, so my eyes are tearing up, so I have to go. So I swear to God, I put that in there. And you know that his assistant opened up that letter and was like, "This crazy broad." Yeah, he didn't really sign it. No. It's like my Whitney Houston. It's stamped. It's yeah. a stamp. Yeah. Which is framed on my that, wall. That, of course. That would have made him come to my front door, you know? But no, alas, I never got to meet him in person. Okay. Now, seriously, <laughs> youth of all the people, you would wait 30 hours for Charlton Heston. Really lean yes. into that. I'm ashamed to say, yes, I would. I would. To this day. Wow. To this day. Because I thought he was so, you know, he he's young. Young days, he looked kind of like Tom Brady, who I also do. Oh love God, Tom Brady looks I, like a, a one of the, the no, egghead you, people. You, God, if a if, if, a, if a mattress had a career, it'd be <laughs> oh my him. God, I think <laughs> Tom. Have you seen Tom? He's not cute anymore. His head is taking on the shape of his his football helmet. <laughs> it's like the reverse of fetal alcohol syndrome. Exactly, so it's like it's just delayed. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but a football helmet is round, so that's a good thing. No, it's not. It's oval. He's got have, an oval head. You can still have what? CTE? Well, so it's it's oval. He looks like one of the minions. He just doesn't look right. If Lurch <laughs> and John Travolta had a baby, it would what? be John Travolta. Wow. Lurch okay. Lurch a big guy. Yes, so you would yes, stand so. for, for uh, Charlton Heston, but you will not yes. stand for the queen. Right. I, I think uh, your father might have stood for, like, maybe Gina Lola Bridget or something, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> when were you all born? Gina Lola Back Brigida. Forties. What am I saying? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, you we're, people we are hail, ancient. You know, we hail far back, so all of our movie star loves are are old and dead now. So. Oh, good. So we'll just. So we'll... the good thing is I don't have to stand for them. Yeah. Is Charlton Heston still alive? No. No. Oh, was he, he? died a oh, long time ago. Did he get shot? No, no, he was, uh, I think he had dementia and maybe probably other items. So oh, way to bring the room uh, down. My God. Yeah, I know. Gina Sorry Lola about that. Uh, wow. But that you asked. Some brassiere. That is, I know, that, that bra is working overtime for Gina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gina, la, 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 Brigida. Gina, la, la, Brigida. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever uh, Welch. Raquel I could Welch. name a whole bunch of them for your father, but. Uh, the weird thing no, is, he, is that. Actually, his, his, his family, his mother was British. And uh, she grew up with the royal family, and she loved the queen. She, because the queen and she would be the same age today. And uh, the the Brits love their royals, and and you got to give them that. They are very loyal, and so I can see why all these people are standing in line. How old is you know, the royals? How old is the queen? Ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety six. Yes. That's too long. And if my mother in law was alive, she would be the same. So. Um, Wow, that's a long yes, time. Yes, yeah. So we have uh, we had a lot of British relatives, but like they're all kind of uh, going by the wayside too. So oh. not too many left over there. <laughs> what is the uh, what is the temperature by? Where oh you're yes. Standing? So since you're here, give us your uh, now. We are in crisp fall season. Yes. Are oh, you feeling so fall weather? 
And yesterday I made an apple crisp. Oh my and we God. had it with vanilla ice cream. Get to and the it weather. Was so good. So delicious. <laughs> well, actually, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the 80s tomorrow. So Sarve is not gone yet. That's right. See, Patty? See? 80s. And, and, and since it's, uh, right. it's going to be in the 80s. 86. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Are you with kidding? a chance of thunder showers, too, as a, as a result of that, because that's unusual. It is uh, in the 80s until Wednesday. Are you joking? Ooh, no. Why are so you excited? Actually, oh, my God. I don't can't throw wait away your shorts on. yet. Oh, oh no, shit. he's wearing his shorts right now. I've already seen yeah, too much. Yeah, but I'm not wearing underwear. Oh, that explains it. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> I don't understand that. Wait till, wait till January. <laughs> Ma'am, <laughs> what is the fast? Well, I don't understand why people don't wear, when people are like, I'm not wearing underwear. That is like the biggest turnoff. That's oh. disgusting. Moth, have you yeah. ever gone commando? Have I ever gone where? Commando. <laughs> oh, commando. Like sans uh, underwear. Commando, commando. I, I don't think I did. No. Uh, um, Same. You know, we've been watching this this house next door to us. This guy guy doing all this carpentry. He's been there for months. He never wears shoes. And he's what? walking around doing carpentry. And your father said the first thing that would happen to him is he'd drop a hammer on his foot. If Patty? I did a home improvement project and it was the one time I didn't put shoes on, you can rest assured that a nail gun will go right through my toe. 100%. Oh. Why would oh you do God. that? For anybody who's wearing no no shoes and no underwear, it's not <laughs> no gonna go, it's not gonna have a good ending. <laughs> it's not gonna have a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, depends. Depends Ew. indeed. Well, I thank you for this incredibly illuminating moth report. Yes. As ever, you have come in with some good gems. I wish you the best with your relationship with Charlton Heston, dead or <laughs> thank otherwise. You. Um, thank you. Wow, and, eye opening. And, and you, and you guys enjoy these nice warm days coming up because there won't be too many more of them. Thanks oh, that's that. a threat. Yeah. That's aimed right at you, Patty. Thank you. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you very much. Say goodbye to the good folks. I will. Goodbye, everybody. And goodbye, Patty. Bye. Is, and goodbye, Aaron. Uh, oh, Is goodbye. Jim around today? No, no, he ran out crying. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you hurt his feelings. Okay. Have a great weekend. We'll, we'll talk, talk to you soon. later. Bye. Bye. Charlton Heston. I... Did he part the Red Sea? Yes, a white man who lived in the Middle East part of the sea. <laughs> but he had a great tan and good pecs. And a Republican. Oh, touche. I'm on the national cheese board. A hanker for a hunker. A flabber slice a chunker. A hanker for a hunker. Specialty cocktail. Specialty drink. drink. Good segue. It's coming to us quickly, so I think I should sing it. It's being so up. It's so pretty. Love it's so pretty in front really... of us now. This Ooh, week's specialty cocktail, we're kicking it classy with Rosé Prosecco. Hey, hey, Rosé Prosecco. Hey, don't talk to me like that, okay? Okay, Do Johnny? Do you want me to explain myself? I would love Rosé Prosecco to explain herself. Here's the thing. The Ford Mustang did not have back rear axles or some shit like that. All right. <laughs> I try to quote something that I just can't. Just leave it to Steel Magnolias. I'll keep it you simple. You think I'm angry now? Wait till we get home. My, my biological clock is ticking like this. That's all I know. That's all I know from that thing. All I right. I'm never getting married. Jesus, we're never going to get through the cocktail. 
It's always happy and drinking it. James Jules Ferris still isn't man enough to handle a nice rosé. For this, you will need one bottle of Lavostra Rosé Prosecco Italian Sparkling Wine. A sparkling wine. Chill bottle. Open and pour into a fluted glass. That's it. Here are the tasting notes. First, let's get one thing settled before going any further. The only difference between Champagne and Prosecco is the region where the sparkling wine is made. Champagne is considered a wine of place and cannot be reproduced anywhere else in the world. Prosecco isn't picky and would love to be produced somewhere in Newark, New Jersey, if someone out there has the time and the inclination. This rosé style is considered the kid sister to Lavostro's regular Prosecco, which many people seem to enjoy. It has notes of strawberry and peach, which are highlighted by bright bubbles and a clean, crisp finish. Fun fact, a five-ounce glass of Prosecco only has 96 calories. Oh, my God! He did this on purpose. It is actually a healthier option than wine because it is lower in sugar and calories. Another fun fact, James Jules Ferris doesn't have any cavities, never has. Wow, the things you learn on Dear Pod, the Comedy Advice Podcast. You're welcome, America. He just was looking for a reason to brag about his pristine dental record. I love this glass. Me, on the other hand, I have more metal in, in my mouth than the Terminator. Mm. Mm. Oh. I just love the presentation. I know. This. It's a very classy coupe. I think we got these um, coupe glasses at Crate and Barrel. Am I no. correct? Sacre bleu. I think it is. Because I saw them and they looked so 1920s art deco. I was like, I gotta have them. Bring yeah, the car I would, around. I would have thought this was like a like a antique. Like a family thing. Yes, they've been passed down from one generation of Creighton Barrels to the next generation of Creighton. I love this. I'm John Creighton Barrel. Oh, and see, I'm this Mary is Creighton nice... Barrel. And this and is together... our daughter CB2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, I like this very much. Did you have some? Mm-hmm. It's nice. This was a gift from uh, Sarah Plain Lyman Kravitz. Yes, I don't know what it was for. It was for something. Oh, I think it was actually for the taping of my album. <gasps> no. I do believe it was. So it's like full circle. A circle Album taped in April, dropped in September, number one, uh, September 13th. Uh, and right above weird, this tastes like Weird Al Yankovic. This tastes like um, domination. That's nice. I like this. It's very crisp, very light. And I'm, you know, I waffle about champagnes and proseccos. I used to drink them all the time. There was a time when I could put away a bottle of Corbel. Ah, uh, 25. What a good year to be alive and have a liver that wasn't completely pickled at that point. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.